heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, cast out demons. This is Healing the Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. Call now with your question, 224-585-WSFI. That's 224-585-9734. Hello and welcome to Healing the Whole Person. This is Father Michael Sparrow talking to you on WSFI 88.5 Catholic Radio. And today I'm going to be talking to you about the healing journey of walking the Camino de Santiago. Later on in the program, there will be an opportunity for you to make a comment or ask a question. Uh, that number again to call is 224-585-9734. So, I recently came back from the Camino over in Spain with a group of 34 pilgrims. Uh, the youngest was 12 years old and the oldest was 78. Some of those that were walking with me uh, were in great shape. We had two marathon uh, runners with us and other people were not in such great shape. Uh, people who were struggling with some weight issues or a variety of different health issues. But we all came together to walk this ancient pathway that Christians have been walking for a thousand years, a thousand years, to the final resting place of St. James the Apostle, the brother of John, the first of the apostles to be martyred, as it's recorded in the Acts of the Apostles. Now, the goal of the pilgrimage is to reach this cathedral, and there have been three or this basilica, beautiful church. There are actually three different churches that have been built on that site. And the ancient tradition is that St. James went to Spain, evangelized those people, then went back to Jerusalem where he was martyred by King Herod, and then his disciples took his body back to its final resting place in Spain. And as I said, pilgrims have been walking that pathway for over a thousand years. Recently, in the last 20 years, there's been a huge revival of people walking the Camino. Last year, over 200,000 pilgrims from all over Europe, the United States, South America, the Middle East, all over the world have come to walk this ancient pathway. For me, it connects with a very active spirituality. So when we think of, of healing, sometimes what we think of is just getting down on our knees and begging for Jesus' grace to come into our life and heal us. And that's certainly a, an important component of healing. But what many people are finding all over the world is, in, is getting on your feet and walking to a holy site and this ancient pilgrim path is a healing journey especially healing in terms of teaching us how we can unburden ourselves. Unburden ourselves of sin because traditionally the Camino to Santiago carries with it a plenary indulgence. 
unburdening sin, but unburdening emotional baggage. And I would say the majority of the people that I met on the, on the Camino and that were part of our group were going for that purpose. They wanted to simp- we wanted to simplify our lives. We wanted to get some better perspective on the confusion, the high pace of our everyday life. There's an intellectual component to the journey. There's a physical component to the journey. There's an emotional component to the journey. And of course, there's a spiritual component to the journey. The physical is the most obvious. We were walking maybe 18 miles a day, up hills and down hills. The temperature varied significantly. Some days we'd start out, it would be in the high 30s. And by the time we wa- we completed our walk at the end of the day, it was in the, uh, the, uh, the mid-80s. Um, it was, it was difficult and, and taxing, but the physical component of it was, I, I think, symbolized by one of the key symbols of the pilgrimage, which was the yellow arrow. The way for the pilgrim is, is uh, pointed uh, by, by these yellow arrows that point us towards Santiago. That was one of my big fears as a, as a leader of the pilgrimage, that I would take a wrong turn and be leading the pilgrims in the wrong direction. But I was relieved to see that the pathway is actually fairly well marked. And as long as you keep your eyes on the arrows, looking for the arrows at every juncture, uh, you'll do just fine. But it's difficult because you would get tired along the way. And the way is not often even. It's rocky at times. Uh, if it's wet, the, the rocks can be, can be slippery. Sometimes the, the pathway is very narrow and only one person can walk at a time. And other times it's quite wide and you can walk six or seven abreast. And depending on what the temperature is, is like and what the terrain is like, uh, you have to have to be careful because you can trip over a tree root or slip on a rock or oftentimes we're out in the countryside you can sl- step into a mud pie from left from a, 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 a cow that's uh, crossed the pathway before you so you, you need to watch your footing carefully but if you're only looking down then you miss the beauty of this of the Camino I wasn't prepared for the breathtaking beauty of the countryside of northern Spain one of the stories that has been told and retold on the course of our pilgrimage that I think illustrates this point of looking down and looking up came from one of our uh, pilgrims along the way and she was walking and she had her earbuds in earbuds in and she was listening to some praise music and she was praying intently now and she carried with her a burden stone all of us have burdens all of us have hurts that need to be healed and those are symbolized along the Camino route by carrying a stone and then the tradition is that at various points along the route you'll deposit your stone with a little prayer and leave it along the way as a as a as inward sign of your desire to unburden yourself and come to the Lord for healing um, Well, she came to one of the markers, one of those yellow arrows along the way, and it was on a pedestal, and several people before her had placed burden stones there, and that's exactly what she did. She took her burden stone and she put it on 
the marker with the yellow arrow, and she said a prayer. And she was listening to this praise music uh, and just felt one of those moments of spiritual communion. And then she continued on her way in the opposite direction of where the arrow was pointing. <laughs> she was so caught up on the inner journey that she missed the outer journey. I think that's a symbol for all of us in, in our desire. We need to come to the Lord and put our prayers before him, but we need to take our medicine. <laughs> we need to exercise our bodies. We need to do what we can do to maintain a healthy lifestyle. It's not fair to simply throw our burdens on the Lord and then ignore the rest of life. And the Camino teaches that. We have to look down and watch our footing, but we have to look up to continue to see the ways in which the Lord is pointing us toward the pathway of healing. Another one of the key symbols or signs along the way is our backpack. Every pilgrim carries some kind of a, a backpack. Now, if you do the full uh, traditional pilgrimage, you're carrying all of what you need for the journey of the Camino in your backpack. And there's something tremendously freeing about that, of carrying everything you need for the journey, whether it's 10 days or 15 days or, or 30 days. Well, at, I'm 66 years, year, years old, and uh, I, carrying a backpack for 18 miles a day was a little more than, than I and my fellow pilgrims were prepared for. So we did Camino Light. <laughs> and uh, that was part of the discipline of deciding how much is too much and how much can we ac accommodate. And so we actually had a, a taxi service that would carry the majority of our bags. And all we needed to do was carry with us the stuff that we needed for that day. But there was a spiritual discipline involved in that because you can be surprised how difficult it is to make that decision of what do I actually need for the day. For myself, I, uh, <laughs> I think one of my fears was that I was going to starve along the way because I was burning up so many, so many calories. And so I loaded myself down with way too many snack foods and... Uh, uh, and the other thing that, as the pilgrim leader, I felt myself overly responsible, and I, and I brought too many medical supplies. Well, what if somebody got stung by a bee along the way? Or what if somebody twisted their ankle along the way? Or what if they walked into a tree branch? So I brought this whole medical kit for me, and the thing weighed so much, I ended up passing it over to one of my best friends who was one of those marathon runners who was in far better shape than, than I was, asking him if he could help carry some of the supplies along the way. One of the, one of the healing aspects of the, the Camino is to say, what do I really need in life? What do I need to carry? You know, there's lots and lots of time when you're walking 8, 10, 12 hours a day, sometimes with a group, but oftentimes in silence by yourself, in prayerful communion with the Lord and an opportunity to be able to reflect on your life. And I, I started thinking about what I was carrying and what my family had carried. My dad did very well, and 
at the height of his success, we had our family had three homes. We had a home in Glenview, we had a home up in Wisconsin, and we had a winter home down in Florida. And my mom said, you know, how could I possibly be fully happy without these three homes? Well, then she got older in life. And she said, why do I need all these homes? I can't, I can't keep up all, all this stuff. This is crazy. And the older she got, the simpler her lifestyle became. And she, I'll never forget, she turned to my sister and my, my, my brothers and sisters and I, and she said, kids, it's just stuff. Let it go. That's not what makes for happiness. That's one of the prime lessons of the Camino. Of when we come back, we look at our life with different eyes and we say, what do I really need? And so much of the stress of our life that ends up burdening us and causing us physical and emotional harm comes from the pursuit of stuff, stuff that we think is going to make us happy, but in the end ends up burdening us. There's something tremendously freeing about that. The third symbol before we take a break that I want to talk about is bandages. Nobody walks the Camino without getting aches and pains. Now that may seem strange that one would go on a healing journey and end up getting wounded, but that's the reality. Three quarters of the people in our group ended up badly blistered. We had four doctors going with us and one nurse, and truth be told, one of the people who was most blistered was one of the doctors. The nurse that went along with us ended up losing some of her toenails. Everybody ends up uh, with aches and pains along the way. But as I've said often on this program, we find meaning in our suffering by uniting it with the sufferings of Jesus. Everyone who walks the Camino walks with a special intention. We're walking it for ourselves, and we're walking it for our loved ones. And to take that pain that is embraced and to unite that with this holy purpose of uniting it with the sufferings of Jesus and uniting it with these holy intentions is tremendously freeing. It gives meaning to the journey. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back please give us a call at 224-585-9734. Listen at 7 o'clock p.m. every Tuesday to WSFI Spotlight, a half-hour conversation with outstanding Catholics from our community and around the world. WSFI Spotlight re-airs on Saturday at 3.30 p.m. or listen on demand anytime by subscribing to our podcast. Visit WSFIRadio.org for more information. It's WSFI Spotlight, a conversation with Catholics living in the light. Only on WSFI Catholic Radio, Tuesdays at 7 o'clock p.m. Are you retired or near retirement? 
you want to keep a larger amount of your assets in a safe place with guaranteed interest rates to protect yourself from a huge market swing? Are you amazed at how low the interest rates are at your bank? If you said yes to any or all of those questions, you may want to call me, Matt Tomlinson, at Catholic Financial Life to discuss our guaranteed fixed rate annuities. Call 847-548-MATT, 847-548-6288. Products not available in all states. My name is Father John Grigas. I'm the rector of the Shrine of St. Max and Colby at Marytown. I'm a priest, and as priests, we are responsible for forming you in the presence of Christ through the sacraments, through the preaching, through everything else. But you are the Christ that goes out into the world and brings the good news. The WSFI is one of the main means, and so God bless all that WSFI does. And please support WSFI in whatever means that you can so that this wonderful station may continue to broadcast the good news and evangelize our culture. WSFI 88.5 FM. FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at wsfiradio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. Welcome to Healing the Whole Person. I'm Father Michael Sparrow, and you're listening to WSFI 88.5 Catholic Radio. Uh, if you'd like to call in with a question or comment, again, our number is 224-585-9734. That number, 224-585-9734. Uh, here with me in the studio is Joan McHugh, and... Joan has a, uh, a prayer request from someone who called in. Um, Father, it's actually an email that we received at WSFI. It's from Marilyn. And she asks, she says, Please pray for me and my family. We lost my husband three years ago and will soon be moving. Please pray for strength. So let's start this second half of the program with a prayer for Marilyn and for all of us who are listening. I'd like to use a pilgrim prayer that was written by Thomas Merton. Part of the power of the Camino is that it connects us to this journey of life. Thomas Merton wrote, My Lord God, I have no idea where I am going. I do not see the road ahead of me. I cannot know for certain where it will end. Nor do I really know myself, and the fact that I think that I am following your will does not mean that I am actually doing so. But I believe that the desire to please you does in fact please you. And I hope I have that desire in all that I am doing. I hope that I will never do anything apart from that desire. And I know that if I do this, you will lead me by the right road, though I may know nothing about it. Therefore, I will trust you always. Though I may seem to be in the shadow of death, I will not fear, for you are ever with me, and you will never leave me to face my perils alone. That Merton prayer, I think, expresses so well the desire of every pilgrim, because sometimes we do get lost, we, we miss our way, we get confused. But that desire to please the Lord is what motivates every pilgrim. And we want to hold on to that desire. Uh, we have uh, Deacon Willie on the line. 
and uh, Deacon Willie is a good friend of mine, and Deacon Willie uh, has walked the Camino, the entire Camino, uh, twice. Uh, Willie, are you on the line there? Hello, Father. Hello there. Welcome. Welcome to the show. I'm very excited to share in the experience with you. Uh, I was just telling our listeners, Willie, that you've walked the entire Camino from France to Santiago twice. Could you tell us a little bit in the context of our program of healing the whole person, what did you experience by way of healing in walking the Camino, not just once, but wanting to go back and and walk it a second time? Certainly. Uh, I walked the Camino in spring of 2013 and once again in fall 2015, and what I recognize kind of as an uh, overarching experience of both of them, it was more of a, what I call a spirituality of subtraction, that step by step, mile by mile, you notice some of the burdens in life tend to be shed, and by the end, you feel lighter, you feel freer. And that uh, was the greatest blessing that I had. As far as healing journeys, I, I have to admit that the call to the Camino wasn't necessarily by an inability to get past some healing, but I had some unresolved healing that the Camino offered a grace for. More particularly, you know, there, we all have events in our life that are hurtful, they're difficult to release, but uh, the most uh, intense for me was that uh, in 2009, our 28-year-old son collapsed of a sudden and massive heart attack, and uh, within moments, he was gone. And at one moment, we had, uh, he was our first of five, we had uh, our first love, uh, just evaporate out of our hands. And I, I had believed that I had done a good deal of healing and then recognized that there was mm, unresolved issues in my grief journey. The Camino, God used the Camino to help me release some of that and to find healing. So I, I came to a new place as a as of uh, walking the Camino both times. There's probably no more difficult wound that a parent can face than the loss of a a child. As you know, there's a very high uh, rate of divorce in marriages because the loss of a child places such tremendous strain on a marriage. And, uh, Willie, I'm so sorry to hear of that loss. And delighted to hear that you were proactive in taking those steps to to embrace this healing journey because we we need time to be able to heal and as you say that process for you was was step by step uh, unfolding over over time you walked uh, the entire Camino which is just under 500 miles and what, what did you do that in 30 or 40 days how, how long was that journey? Uh, that's the uh 2013 trip I did in 33 days, and the uh, last one was in 34 days. Yes. So we were keeping a pace of, of about 15 to 18 miles a day. 
and the trail, as you know, Father, is pretty demanding. Very and demanding. Some parts, yes. yes, at some points even treacherous, but uh, each one is a blessing. There's just the way in which God unpacks your life and then sheds new insight into it. And it's a day of just conversation with Him. Yes. Uh, I liken it somewhat to uh, the start of the day where I talked to him like a chatty school girl, no offense, but they were, it was, what a wonderful day I had today, Lord, and what a beautiful sky I have, and the trail looks so pleasant, I've met so many good things, I would rattle on with a long conversation, it was more of a monologue of what uh, I was enjoying, until I learned to just shut up and listen, and I'd walk the balance of my day just in listening. There's so much to be gained from just the, what you listen to in the silence. That's where the real blessing was. So you didn't necessarily uh, embark on the Camino as a school of prayer, but the Camino itself taught you how to pray in a different level of, of talking to the Lord and unburdening, but then, as you say, just shutting up and listening and opening your eyes to the beauty that was surrounding you. And, and something in the day's experience was used, I almost think of it as a way it was, uh, Jesus seduced me into a lesson. Something about the beauty around me and the experience, personal experience I was having was for a purpose of leading me to a message he had. And I found each day there was a new enlightenment, there was a new uh, sense of being lighter, a new sense of, dare I say, I just I fell in love with him deeper and deeper as I went along. That was one of the things I experienced in our pilgrim's experience. The landscape kept changing as we were walking. There was always something new to see. And you're connecting that, Willie, to an inner experience, that just as the outer landscape was changing, so your interior landscape was changing. You named it as a spirituality of subtraction, and some of this, some of the things that you were carrying, the deep grief of the loss of your, your son, uh, you were able to let go of some of those bur burdens as, as you walked along, almost, if I'm hearing you, correctly, almost imperceptibly, that, that you were starting to change. Yeah, they, they came in as, uh, might, I like to use the language, it's, it's a mighty whisper. A mighty whisper. It, it, did, yeah, it didn't come in as a bold proclamation of insight. It whispered into my soul, and I recognized that it aligned itself perfectly to the scriptures. It aligned itself perfectly to what I would call the DNA of God. You know, this is his nature. It's his very nature to be compassionate and loving. That those uh, emotions that I had really were gifts to see the nature of who he is and his love for me. That became addicting. So I, uh, is that part of what you have to? Part of what drew you yes, back sir. to make the Camino a second time? So, uh, could you repeat the question? Yes. 
Willie, so you uh, you completed that journey and then you, you came back a second time. What was it that drew you back to make that journey a second time? Uh, both came out of a contemplative moment that uh, were very intimate. The first one, uh, I, I know the exact date, it was March 23rd, 2012, and it was starting like any daily meditation I had. It grew into something contemplative where I knew the Spirit was taking me, and I allowed it to take me on a journey. And that led me to a very intimate moment where I knew that I was being called. I'd never had this on my bucket list. I never had a notion of hiking. I was out of shape, overweight. There were so many reasons that made it illogical. But what did come unmistakably is, is during a moment, it's like, how am I going to do this, Lord? I had this little whisper. It said, he said, have faith. Amen. That was it. Have faith. It was the rocket fuel that took me on the communal. Well, that's a great note to end our program here today. It is a journey of faith for those who are able to do the physical walk or for those who are simply... Uh, confined to a wheelchair or or bedridden. All of us are are not simply, we may not be capable of doing the outer journey, but all of us are called to do that inner journey. Let's close with a, a prayer to St. James. St. James, Holy Apostle, chosen among the first, you were the first to drink the cup of the Master. And you are the great protector of all pilgrims. Make us strong in our faith and happy in hope on our pilgrim journey, following the path of the Christian life and sustain us so that we may finally reach the glory of God the Father. May Almighty God bless us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. For WSFI, this is Father Michael Sparrow from the Bellarmine Jesuit Retreat House, praying for your healing. Amen. Healing the Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. For more information about this program or to purchase additional CD copies, please call us at 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. Or visit us online at wsfiradio.org. Faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease.